So unfortunately, the Falcons didn't uh, stay in front to uh, to cover the game. But whatever. Bit of a uh, symbol. Greek freak Spiro Dita. Yeah, but yeah, yeah, whatever. It was uh, Spiro Ditas, the Greek freak on the call there on CBS a couple weeks ago. Desmond Ritter returns to the lineup, replacing the injured Taylor Heineke. And uh, now Desmond Ritter reclaims the starting job from Taylor Heineke. Ritter will start for the Atlanta Falcons coming up on Sunday against the Saints and presumably for the rest of the season if he's able to be somewhat decent. Otherwise, obviously, we turn to Heineke if he's absolutely miserable. We will talk Saints and Falcons coming up in a moment here. We've got a big college basketball game, though, coming up in 20 minutes with Gonzaga and Purdue. Our pal Tyler Morales, the creator of college basketball, but Tyler, you have a play on this game for us, please, with Gonzaga and Purdue. Feast Weeks continues to roll on. We're at the Maui Invitational today. They actually left, like, the old gym they used to play at, the small ones. So now they're actually, like, in an arena, which kind of stinks for the Maui Invitational. But I like Gonzaga, Purdue, over 154.5. Same exact Purdue team as last year. Zach Eady's still there. Painter's still coaching the entire roster. Still there. They play fast, shoot a ton of threes. No different than they've been the last, like, four or five years. Gonzaga's really bad at defending uh, three-pointers. I think Purdue should have their way on the perimeter. And I expect Gonzaga to play a little faster pace, try, try to tire out Zach Eady. And Gonzaga under a Mark Few, they just they run up and down the court and shoot a ton of threes. Over 154 and a half, a high total, but these are two of the best teams in college basketball and two of the best offenses. So I think we're going to get a lot of points. Okay, so Tyler Rolla with Gonzaga and Purdue over 154 and a half at the Maui Invitational. Tip off in about 20 minutes here on this Monday afternoon. Tim Brando will join us in 20 minutes from Fox Sports talking college football. The whale capper Drew Dinsick after him talking National Football League. Drew Dinsick from NBC Sports. All our bets for tonight coming up in the power hour, the final hour of the show. But for now, we've hit Thursday. We hit Black Friday. Let's turn our attention now to uh, to Sunday. And for people who are like, well, what about college football Saturday? Don't worry, we will get to it big time over the course of the week and in 20 minutes with our pal Tim Brando. Jake, bring the music up here. And Ken, let's go to the NFC South um, on Sunday, 1 o'clock, with the Saints and the Falcons. Both teams coming off their bye. A really high-leverage game, potentially for the division, potentially for a wild-card spot in the NFC. Uh, Desmond Ritter, as we told you, will start for Atlanta. We are still awaiting who New Orleans' starting quarterback is going to be. People remember uh, a couple weeks ago, when the Saints lost to the Vikings, Derek Carr knocked out of that game with a concussion and a shoulder injury. Jameis Winston comes on in relief and like almost brought the Saints all the way back in that game. Dennis Allen said, saying after the game that there is no quarterback controversy. Carr will start if healthy. That's because they paid him all that money. It was really stupid, and they are like clinging to that kind of like the way the Jets have been clinging to Zach Wilson for so long, finally cutting bait today with Tim Boyle set to start. So Carr remains in concussion protocol as of now, which is kind of scary because it's been like nine days at this point. So hopefully Derek Carr's like, okay, like the human being is all right. We'll find out over the course of the week if Carr is able to play. Like, I, I would be pretty surprised if Carr didn't, if he didn't clear a concussion protocol in the next six days. It's already been over a week. My guess is that we see Derek Carr start this game. But again, we'll bring you that news as we move forward with the week. Maybe it'll be Jameis Winston. The current number, Ken, at BetMGM, basically like pick the winner. The Saints are like a one-point favorite, but it's juiced towards Atlanta. Game's basically a pick em. Total is 42 and a half. Pen, pencil, blood, or blank. Saints and Falcons pick the winner. Yeah, and I, I think I... I... I think I can pick the winner if I just know who New Orleans starting quarterback is, honestly. Um, I This is a game where I do think the difference, even if it's not like in a, a rating sense, like, oh, well, the point spread's not going to change a lot if it's one versus the other. And I don't know if it would change a ton if it was Jameis Winston instead of Derek Carr. But I, I do think the, the ceiling on Derek Carr is so impossibly low. And we've seen so many games with him at quarterback this year that if he clears concussion protocol and he plays, 
Uh, I would like the Falcons in the game at like a pick plus type number, like a plus one or a pick. And I would really like the under in the game. Uh, I think this would like profile. We've seen enough of these types of games from both teams. I would be really confident in like a 2017, 2117 type of game that the Falcons, I think, would win Ritter at home against a really bad quarterback um, in Derek Carr in, in close game situations. So it's it gets really tricky if it's not that. So I'll just start with that. Like if it's what we think and it's Derek Carr, uh, it's probably Atlanta. It's definitely the under. And if it's Jameis Winston, it's like a giant shrug emoji. I don't I don't know what this is going to... I just, I don't know what this is going to be. I mean, look at Chris Olave. Everybody had jokes, right? Chris Olave, like, resurrected his fantasy career. Jameis Winston comes in for five seconds. Chris Olave's got, like, 100 yards and two touchdowns. Okay, like, that tells you there's some volatility. There's a really high ceiling with Jameis Winston. Also, he turns the ball over a lot. What is it going to be in this game? I don't think we know. Should the total be this low if he's the quarterback and we're taking more shots down the field? Maybe it's literally an under if it's Carr and an over if it's Winston, which is really crazy. I just, not knowing who the quarterback is, I can't, like, tell you that I'm going to make a bet yet. Just, I'm hoping for Carr because we've seen this type of game so many times this year with them already. Pick them kind of a game. Like, honestly, maybe more talented than the team you're playing against, if you include who the quarterback is. The coaches, coaches, very, very, very terrible. And the quarterback is bad. And in close games, I'll take Ritter. I don't think Ritter's good. I don't even think Arthur Smith's good. I'll take him in a home game 100 times out of 100 over Derek Carr and Dennis. Like, not even close. And so I need Carr to start in order to follow through on making those bets. And if it's Jameis Winston, then I think this whole thing gets upended. And, like, honestly, all things are possible. So let me ask you this question. You don't have to be right. So just like, what, what do you think? The Saints announce tomorrow, Carr is not going to clear concussion protocol, whatever, shoulder injury, whatever. They bench him. Jameis is going to play. What do you think happens? And again, like, this could be a pencil, not pen call. You don't have to be right. So not like to put you on the spot, like make it a 100% accurate prediction. What does your gut tell you what happened to the point spread of the game if Jameis Winston was announced as the Saints starter? Almost nothing. Maybe like a one point like move, pick, but we're gonna we're gonna be under pick, three either way winner. on either side. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Maybe maybe the Falcons are favored by one now instead of the Saints, which is basically nothing. Um, yeah, I I don't see that being very impactful because Carr's peripherals are really bad. He checks the ball down a ton. His yards per attempt is bad. They're bad on third down. They're bad in the red zone. Jameis Winston is worse than that. Like, and this isn't a Tim Boyle thing. Like, Tim Boyle, like, is barely an NFL quarterback. Like, Jameis Winston was the number one pick in the draft. He played a long time. He's, like, got a high ceiling. I don't think there'd be a big... I Again, I could be wrong. I just... I, I would have a hard time believing that a team moving away from Derek Carr towards someone, like, a reasonable option would cause betters to be, like, got gotta have Atlanta in the game, with especially with how Carr's played so far this year. You better. You bet with Nick and Ken talking Week 12 in the NFL. I hate that you're I hate that you're right about that. Not that like you have to be right, but I agree with your train of thought. Where if it's Jameis, it kinda will make me kinda think twice. They can still it. lose. Just like I don't want to bet it. Yeah. If it but like but to your point, like we know exactly what Derek Carr is. Jameis yeah, could be three hundred and three touchdowns or like three hundred and three picks. Like it could be one, either one, right? All of them uh, return for a touchdown somehow. Like break an NFL record. Right. I think it's going to be Carr. I would be pretty surprised if it wasn't. Uh, I'm going to bet Atlanta. It might be my favorite bet of the entire week. Um, I I said a couple weeks ago, and I was not like, I 
didn't report it. I just heard it from someone that I trusted that Arthur Smith basically got dressed down by the higher-ups, the powers that be with Atlanta for both the way he dealt with the media and just player usage, like we're going to draft B. John Robinson eighth overall and you're going to run end-arounds to the second tight end, John U. Smith, instead of give him the ball. Like, cut the bleep, basically. And then we bet Bijan overs against Arizona, and Bijan got the ball a lot. My sense is he knows he's job. I'm not reporting this. I'm not in his head. I'm not. I, I'm not like in Atlanta in Flowery Branch to like know this for sure. I think he's, he knows his job's on the line. I feel like he's going to cut the bleep, and I think it's going to be Bijan, and it's going to be London, and it's going to be Pitts. I like Atlanta in the game as long as Derek Carr is the quarterback, but need Carr to play. So we'll wait for that sure. confirmation. I think the Falcons will be my favorite bet of the week when that's announced. Kind of like is a terrifying uh, thing to say. If it's Jameis. As a silver lining, let's just say it's Jameis for a second. I mean, Olave overs for like a billion dollars, right? And uh, and maybe Rashid Shahid overs at a reduced price. And like Camara reception unders. Well, we were having this conversation, hashtag off air. Um, and Michael Thomas is maybe not done for the season, but is going to miss significant time. A.T. Perry will probably be like the, and people who don't don't know what that is, oh, don't worry, we'll talk about him later in the week when we do the Prop King segments. A.T. Perry is likely to be the one-for-one one replacement for Michael Thomas. So basically, like, if you have Alvin Kamara in fantasy and you have, like, Taysom Hill in fantasy and you have, you know, A.T. Perry, which you don't, but if you did, or you have Michael Thomas, you want Derek Carr. You want the short area passing game. You have Olave, you have Rashid Shahid, the guys that get the ball down the field, you want Jameis Winston. That's how this is going to work the rest of the year for New Orleans. Yeah. I'm not splitting the atom by saying that. That's just kind of like what you know, you know what AT now. stands for, right? AT Perry. Anytime touchdown. <laughs> I love that. Also, his middle name is Donald. It's ATD Perry. Anytime touchdown. Oh. I don't know if that's true. Okay. Love ATD Perry. Yeah. All right. Let's, uh, since we're on a one game per segment pace here, let's try and at least oh, start yeah. another one here before we end the hour. Snails here on You Better You Bet. Yeah, yeah, this is not great given that we only have a couple, or maybe it is great given we only have a couple days this week. Um, Steelers and the Bengals in Cincinnati. So obviously Joe Burrow's done for the year for the Bengals. Jake Browning starts. I, I think the Bengals are dumb, but they're five and five. Like they probably think that they can like maybe still be out. Who knows? Whatever. Uh, the Steelers. I had this conversation, Ken. You had gotten up for a second. I was talking to our executive producer, Alex Fasano, who's like a diehard Steelers fan. And it brings me no pleasure to say this as someone who's like been on the Kenny Pickett bandwagon. Like he just like he might be bad. Like it might be it might be over for Kenny Pickett. And like Canada sucks too. Like the scheme's terrible. Also, like I just I think that he just might be bad. Like he just might not be good. And they got stuffed in a locker yesterday by the Browns, and they only scored ten points. And there are videos which I would actually urge people to watch. I think it was Matt Harmon that posted them. It might have been Pat Doherty from NBC. Oh, actually, no, it was Ben Solak, our buddy from yeah, the Ringer, Solak. posted it. It's the it's and it the was beyond all, the line of scrimmage, right? Yes, yeah. it was all the Kenny Pickett passes behind the line of scrimmage, and they're all like like wounded ducks. He's brutal. Um. And that sets us into this game with the Steelers as a one-point road favorite in Cincinnati against Jake Browning and the Bengals. Ken, you want to give us a couple thoughts? We can carry this over to next hour on the show. Yeah, I mean, like I, I said in the first hour, like I've made my bed with the Steelers. Like I, I when when Burrow's out for the season, like I bet the Steelers to make the playoffs. And I, I figured the market would move on it. But like, yeah, so here's CLV Hall of Fame because uh, they lose to Cleveland and like they're in a pick em game in this game. Like I I have to root for them to win. The, like this is where that's bet. This is where that bet's supposed to start paying off is that the point spread in this game is much different than it would be if Joe Burrow was playing quarterback, which it is like their favorite in the game. They'd be a, a huge underdog if Joe Burrow was playing quarterback more than a field goal for sure. Probably not a touchdown. And, uh, and so a massive swing and win probability. Do I think they'll win? 
I hope so. <laughs> it's like, God, that's the best I can do right now. All right, we'll talk more about this game coming up next hour. But coming up next, let's talk college football with Tim Brando from Fox Sports. Nick and Ken here on a Monday. We'll be right back with You Better You Bet, presented by BetMGM. <laughs> on the BetQL Network.